It took nearly three decades, but beloved 80s boneheads Bill and Ted finally returned in 2020, concluding our Road to Face the Music podcast series. Here are our thoughts on the conclusion to the Bill and Ted saga. The reason that we sat our friend Bethany Allen, who's on the show again tonight. Heyo. The reason that uh, Tyler and Patrick, who are both on the show, y'all do it at the same time. Hey. hey. <laughs> it was kind I of was a weird for harmony. Like a harmony. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. The reason that Patrick and Tyler and I sat Bethany down and said, "You sit here and you can watch these movies." You sit down right here to hear her tell it. Just like that. Is because down. we says to our friend Bethany, we says, "Look, it's a big deal." Bill and Ted Face the Music, Bill and Ted Part 3, is finally being released in 2020, and it was. He said, in order to watch this movie, we got to be prepared. you got to put in the work. you got to see, you know, you got to do your homework, honor That's your it. heritage That's of Bill it. and Ted. <laughs> honor that Bill and Ted heritage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we watched, uh, in one evening, we watched Bill and Ted, uh, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted Bogus Journey, and then we had a follow-up get-together after Face the Music had been released, right? Yep. And then we, yeah, we rented it in our home for the theaters. They were closed, and we yeah. experienced it together. Now safely. Before, safely together. and blah blah blah. And the interesting <laughs> thing not, wasn't just all the weird circumstances that put Bill and Ted Face the Music in our homes, but Bill and Ted Face the Music, if you didn't know already, has one of the longest stories of languishing and development hell of any long-term gestating movie project yeah it's kind of like how it was it was one of those movies that you actually didn't want to talk about in case you might jinx it yep like if you mention bill and ted's trilogy coming to completion you think i don't know we're gonna scare it away yeah Yeah, we had a running gag (laughs) where for years we would keep saying i won't believe it until i'm sitting there watching the movie in front of my face i won't even believe it when there's a trailer i won't believe it if there's a release date i won't believe it until i actually see the movie because for years this is not an exaggeration for years alex winters who plays uh bill would pop up and be like oh yeah we got a great screenplay everything's in place it's gonna happen and then another year would go by and keanu reeves would be like oh i'm in yeah we're totally gonna do it <laughs> and another year would go by and we'd be like well we lost the funding it was like they were the real life bill and Ted. <laughs> it's like we yeah. lost the studio we got to find a new home for it but we should be able to find a place for it i'm sure i mean who doesn't want to put out bill and ted three Anybody that saw a bogus journey. At one point, right. I want to say they even said, like, we got a start date and it fell through. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, and then, oh, my God. They finally started shooting it and it was like, that's hard to believe. And then near the end of production, I think COVID almost shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. But this freaking movie finally was filmed and completed, edited, all the stuff happened and the effects and the everything and then no theaters were open and then the theaters shut down so we couldn't go see it in the theater but by golly we watched it in our house we watched the crap out it out mm-hmm. of it tyler you grew up watching bill and ted's excellent adventure uh-huh you Big had fan. a small insignificant and not fully appreciative experience of bill and ted's bogus journey no no it's probably not i have not seen it nearly as many times but you are a uh, bill and ted familiar yes you were ready for this movie, and you had done the homework. You mm-hmm. rewatched everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was your tweetable review with a rotten or fresh punchline? 
for Bill and Ted face right. the music. Yeah. Um, I think that Bill and Ted face the music was a movie worth making, a script worth writing, a, <laughs> an adventure worth taking. <laughs> How many of these can you do? <laughs> a pizza worth Even cutting. though... Even though it wasn't entirely excellent, I still had a good time. And? You want me to give it a, a rotten or fresh? Mm-hmm. Um, you I'm going to give it a fresh. Speak I'm going to give it a fresh. Oh. Hmm. I'm going to give it a fresh. But it's like it's like right right on the edge of rotten, you know? it's It deserves fresh, but it's not like certified. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you don't get to determine it's average. <laughs> You're just contributing <laughs> to the whole. Uh, Patrick. Yeah. Also, long-term Bill and Ted fan. Long-term. Both movies. Both movies. Watching the whole, you know, a saga of this movie come to be. Yep. You finally watch it. What did you think? I thought that it was okay. I thought that um, there was no way. Watching the movie, it did not live up to the... Um, excellence of the previous movies no but i thought there were definitely some good laughs in there i had some good laughs yep so i would i would agree with tyler it's a fresh movie because it has some good fresh or some good fresh laughs in it but uh the whole thing was kind of a letdown yeah it was very bill and ted it didn't it didn't take any more turns into weirdness it just it just collected all of the old great things about the the movies and and redid them in a fun way yeah y'all have a very conflicting Mm -hmm. review and even just amongst yourselves yeah just really really good i mean barely fresh (laughs) no No. i had some good parts it had some good laughs it was kind of like watching it's kind of like watching dumb and dumber 2 where you thought oh yeah look they're back in their roles oh yeah they're doing that again but it's not like it was good well the the difference is that the world reacted very positively to this movie and it just hated dumb and dumber 2's guts it wasn't true that wasn't a good movie yeah it's not great bethany allen Mm -hmm. you were a newcomer yep new on the scene you were new on the scene you hadn't seen these movies you still haven't seen bill and ted's bogus journey yes because you slept i saw at least you had a fever dream So you sit down, you watch Face the Music, all the, you know, decades have gone by. Yeah. What'd you think? Yeah, I thought it was nice. Um, I think, you know, nice little spin with the girls. Here's what I felt like. It was like a geriatric version. With the daughters. Yeah, of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I thought it was like geriatric-y. You know, because they look super old. Mm -hmm. They sound super old. Like... I thought it was fun. I thought it was entertaining and fun. Much like Tenant. You know, you're like, I don't know what's happening, but this is entertaining. <laughs> it's like, that's how I felt. I was like, uh, yeah. And like the girls are doing the exact same story. And like the girls weren't great. No. I didn't think the casting was I liked great. them. I know you did. I remember you liked it. I could, you know, take or leave it. I thought it was clever with all the callbacks. I think that was very sweet and very fun mm-hmm. for people who are huge fans. But, um, you know, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just do, don't, huh? I thought it was fun to see with your friends. I liked watching you guys be so excited about it because somehow it was connected to your like childhood and life. But 
Didn't do it for you. Yeah, I mean, it was cool that the guys wanted to come back. It just felt like, I'm trying to think of, you know, like, oh, it's like Saved by the Bell college years. Okay. Where you're sort of like, I love these characters, always going to love these guys. Really happy to see them happy. Ah, uh, but. No, the college years were <laughs> good. It's not like I Saved by the, the Bell. College, college years, years were good. The new class was bad. New class. Okay, yeah. Cause that was That's just fair, because I was Mr. into Belden, college huh? years, too. I really was, you know. Zach and Kelly, really stressful time yeah, for me. Yeah, the Vegas so. wedding. Oh, yeah, loved that. Mm. But, you know, this is what that felt like. It's a little bit like, oh, well, it's not the real thing. It just kind of feels max. like a reunion where it's like, let's get back together yes. and laugh about old times. Right. Remember that joke? Let's make it again. Yes, no. which is necessary. You guys have soured, I think. If you were to take a time, if you were getting a phone booth, and take it all the way back to whenever we watched this freaking thing, fall of 2020, we were laughing. People were laughing aloud. I said there were some fresh laughs. Several times, there were several really significant laughs that had to do with Dennis Caleb McCoy, the evil <laughs> robot. He was wonderful. Movie. He was so I funny. Was, I was a little uh, worried about when he showed up. I thought, uh-oh, here we go. Here's the bogus journey elements. But then he, he ended up being pretty funny. As soon as he broke that first time after shooting the wrong people, he went, oh, oh, oh this, this is good. This and is good. And then the, who was it? Was it the demons that said, he asked him like where where to go yeah. and the demons yeah. were like. He was like, oh, a robot in hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. That was funny. Yeah, those were the best bits in Bogus Journey was those self-aware kind of like breaking character. Death is actually kind of a funny, charming guy. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing again with the demons and the robot and all that. And that was great. That's the, those are the those are the best comedic parts to pull out of Bogus Journey and redo. So I I liked them a lot. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with parts of what you guys are saying. I think that there was uh, something that was slightly underwhelming, but for me it was that it felt a little too um, happy go lucky. It's hard, kind of hard to explain, but I feel as if the first two movies, even though they're pretty innocent, especially the first one, they have a slight edge to them. Yeah. They're not like John Hughes edgy or something like that, but there's a little bit of a bite to the humor sometimes. Yeah. This movie felt like really concerned with being over the top positive. It felt like it was trying to be a, a, a moment in the crappy year or whatever. Yeah. Especially with the conclusion of everything. Yeah, that, the it, credits. Yeah, it came across. No, nah, yeah. Well, that was just ridiculous. The credits of everyone playing music and air guitar. Yeah, that was stupid. When I'm talking about like the when they finally came together and played the song in L.A. or whatever. Out on the freeway, the interstate or whatever they were yeah. doing. Um, it's like as the space time continuum was collapsing, and they had to give instruments to everybody. Yeah, they, they, because I think yeah. the difference is in something like in the last episode we were talking about how in Bogus Journey. The absurdity is so high and obvious that like the good robots have just decapitated the bad robots. They come back and play a kiss song and it's this triumphant, dumb, triumphant thing that's hilarious because it knows it's dumb and that makes it funny and it's positive. It's like, hooray, they won, but it's ridiculous. In this movie, it felt like it was trying to like almost make you tear up or something like the whole world was holding hands. It was hands across America it felt to me a little insincere. It felt like not true to the... Right. Where's the news clipping that says they played on the moon and stuff exactly. like that? Exactly. That that played over this triumphant Kiss song and the bogus journey. Like, oh, Wild Stallions to play on the moon. And 
death quits wild stallions and races in the grand prix or something like that it was like (laughs) just most ridiculous crap (laughs) this felt like it was in the end was trying to be a little too serious aside from that and my only other gripe was i also thought that the daughters um didn't really come across i don't know exactly how to explain it because i i haven't seen the the one girl who was the girl ted in anything that actress that i know of but the other one um samara weaving from uh what's the horror ready or not ready Ready or not not. i I really liked her and that's hugo weaving's daughter oh yeah i'll be and he fights her and he fights ted in the matrix i'll be who is hugo hugo weaving the mr smith and the red skull the Red Skull, and he's oh, he's great. in Lord of the Rings. Those movies you like so much. Well, he's like the elf, he? elf dad, or something oh, like Liv Tyler. He's a dad, good right? guy. Mm. He's Australian. Oh, is he Australian? Yeah. Anyway, mm. um, it seemed like they were really trying to do impressions of Bill and Ted in the first movie. They would have been around that age. Yeah, they were just doing impre- yeah, impersonations. Yeah, both of, of them, them yeah. like they were trying to make the faces and everything kind of the slack jawed. It was vacant. so bad. But they were intelligent. That was so bad. Yeah, they were it so did, both. It didn't seem real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, Alex Winters and uh, Keanu Reeves in that original movie and in this movie somehow make these ridiculous characters like you can imagine them existing, in, in at least in this world. Mm-hmm. I did not believe that these two girls were these dum-dums. <laughs> right. They seemed like they were, they you know would call cut and they'd be like, ah, oh, ha, ha. Right. Um, it just the, when they said all the cute statements and stuff, you're just like, That's, you don't, you didn't make it yours. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So those were my only two gripes. The rest of it, I thought was really entertaining. The story was actually really clever that, that they were chasing their failed future selves through time. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. try to get the song that, for all the audience knows, the song never exists. Like they can't seem to find it. It's allegedly has happened happens at some point, but now it's in question whether or not it has happened. Right, they're and trying they're, to steal it from Dave Grohl. Yeah, <laughs> Dave Grohl was funny. Yeah, <laughs> they pose as like uh, quasi British musicians right. at one point, and, and they, they like, keep hinting to we know you're not British, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, and they keep hinting to a multiverse that like that may or may not exist. Yeah, and the and their wives are somehow traveling through that multiverse simultaneous. That whole storyline didn't make a lot of sense. The wives traveling simultaneously. The, the, the couples counseling, that was really funny. And then the the failed versions in the future are so sad that they keep spiraling. At one point, the current Bill and Ted find their future selves in prison. <laughs> and they've both become outrageously buff. Yeah. <laughs> With tattoos all and over. And they've made a song. And the song is just like stomping and grunting. <laughs> Remember that? Did you like our song? They're like, was that uh-huh. a song? <laughs> it's a song. And then uh, the gag at the beginning of the movie that really settles you in is when um, they play this bizarre throat singing song <laughs> yeah. at that wedding. Yeah. And yeah. The but d- the wedding is Deacon to to Missy. Yeah. So yeah. Missy's still getting married, getting passed around. To yeah. the brother, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah his younger brother. To Dad's his younger uh, brother. Yeah. So now I'm my brother. No, wait. How do you say? I'm my own uncle. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow my dad's his own son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ted's dad is just sitting there drinking, sad. And he's like, for the last time, they're packing up the van for the last time. You didn't <laughs> go to the future. Yes, we did. You didn't die and go to hell. Yes, we did. <laughs> 
It's funny they summarize the old movies and get right. you up to speed and right so that you yeah don't get lost. And we lost. were laughing at all that. Do y'all not remember this? I'm saying really the ga- we said the gags were good, just the movie itself <laughs> no wasn't good. It's kind of yeah. like the Jay and this is I'm not I don't like this comparison now because Bill and Ted is not Jay and Silent Bob, but the feeling of Face the Music is does make you feel like the reboot for Jay and Silent Bob where it's like oh we're just yeah. revisiting old jokes and vi- and hanging out with old friends. Yeah, but it wasn't completely. Uh, they didn't just rehash. They came up with a clever yeah, but reason just, for this story to happen. It's like it just didn't take the same crazy turns that Bogus Journey from Excellent Adventure did. No, it was decidedly more down to earth. Right. And after Bogus I feel Journey, like where, where can you go from Bogus Journey? Well, that's what, that's what we wanted to see. <laughs> I wanted more Excellent Adventure, which was fun watching the daughters create a super band from it definitely had more excellent adventure than it did bogus i like i like that i thought oh that's cool yeah let's go get all these old musicians but it felt like the ones they did collect were a little weird maybe she gets like louis armstrong and Jimi hendrix and stuff and then mozart and then uh that flutist that old Asian yeah. flutist. But uh, how they did it too was Bobes to me. Where and they were introdu- when they were introducing it wasn't as good as when Bill and Ted introduced their no. guys. Like it was like wasn't Jimi Hendrix like, Oh, I love Louis Armstrong yeah. or whatever. It was sort of just like that didn't jive with me. Yeah, because yeah, again, because it seemed almost like touching the way they were it was gathering up. Weird. Whereas like, in Bill yeah. and Ted it was just like s- the stupidest accidents mm-hmm. yeah. helped them it's get just these chaos. people in. There's a shootout, so you have to get in this right. phone booth. Right, which is great. And then it felt really silly when they tried to force a cave man into it, a cave woman to play the drums. But yeah. why why are we why are we here? Yeah, I forgot about the cave woman. Yeah, and then on top of all that, so they formed the super band up there and they're like playing samplers and re- like a turntable thing. It just seemed kind of out of touch. Like someone didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like some person was like, and then put like this up there. That's what the kids are playing these days. I rolled my eyes when they're like, oh, we got to play right here. And then they said, I got an idea. And they ran over to a guitar center truck. That, oh, God. Yeah, that was that's so the fun. best. <laughs> that's that? the best you could do, writers. What was they that had to pay for the movie. movie? Where it opens up with everybody dancing and then the on the highway in L.A. That famous one. That's La La Land. Yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like a La La Land nod or something. No, they were they're trying to recreate something like that. Yeah, where it was just like, okay, we're all stuck because this is the end of the world. Might as well get out here and play some songs. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. Yeah, I don't begrudge them the premise. It's like uh, the. The idea that, oh, the daughters thought that they were helping their dad fulfill their destiny. The dads thought that they were helping themselves fulfill their destiny. In the end, they were uh, helping the daughters fulfill their de- They were the ones who were going to say, and they have their dad's names. Right. Right. So, Which I got right away. You knew that was As coming. soon as they said Logan and Preston and Ban, I went, oh, so is it the daughters? Yeah. It seemed, I mean, it seemed like the movie, yeah, at least part way through then when the girls are gathering people up, they're going to end up being the ones who play the song. Mm -hmm. I will say when they, there was something that felt to Patrick's point and at least to give credit to its willingness to go at least slightly in the bogus journey direction. When they went to hell, it felt like, okay, now we're getting weird. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, like Tyler said, the Dennis McCoy robot was funny and bizarrely out of place, which makes it hilarious. And yeah. then they go to hell and hell got an upgrade. It's like uh, <laughs> instead of just a matte painting and 
some orange lights that had a CG hellscape <laughs> with like a dragon flying around. Right, and there's just people constantly falling into it. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> when they're going up in the SWAT truck, there's just people falling, hitting the top of the truck. <laughs> well, that was they, funny. When they finally find Dev, he's just sitting there playing he's, games against himself. He's got, he's got this great mid-century modern house <laughs> down there in hell. It was hilarious. Yeah. They're like, look at him. He's playing hopscotch. He's cheating. Wait, <laughs> wasn't Ted, Ted's dad down there too? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he went with him. Died. That's when he finally he apologized. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh man, y'all were telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they found the daughters like, you okay? Oh yeah, we're all right. Yeah. We're in <laughs> hell, but we're all right. <laughs> <laughs> they have the fight and then they have a fight about the band. Yeah. You wanted every song to have 10 minute bass solo. <laughs> yeah. I was in the groove. <laughs> you tried to sue us. <laughs> to see him back. And that guy, that actor, William Sadler, I think his name is. Who's you know he's done real things. He was in the Shawshank Redemption, and mm-hmm. uh, he just seems like he must have just put on that makeup and just immediately turned that character on again. It's it's a, it's it was exactly the same performance yeah. of a lifetime, man. To be so specific, get back into those shoes, you know. <laughs> I'm glad he was willing to do that, man. That was a treat. That was a treasure to have him. I yeah. feel like that's part of the charm of the movie is that specifically those three were willing to do it again, but not only willing to do it. But like, because you hear like stories of like Bruce Willis type characters who come back and do diehards and complain about it. These guys seem like they were just amped to do yeah. it. They were, I remember hearing an interview with Keanu Reeves like in the Matrix period where he was at like a super high peak for action star, and they're like, "What do you think of Bill and Ted?" They're like trying to, you know, are you embarrassed? Of yeah, and he was like, "I thought it was most excellent," <laughs> and I was like, "Man, that's awesome." He's like proud of his work. It's a good <laughs> so, movie. Yeah. Why yeah, it's nothing just, to be ashamed of. Just because he went on to do Speed and The Matrix, what well, doesn't mean Bill and Ted's not great? I know, oh, but it's just it's just cool to see people like that still like the. They should have made fun of them for Babes in Toyland. God, that movie sucks. Well, there have been a lot of uh, comedic yeah. actors in silly movies that then do a few bigger movies, and oh, I'm so embarrassed I was in Ace Ventura or whatever it might yeah be, and then they eventually change their tune when they realize they're going to be remembered for these movies. Forever, for better or for worse, they might as well embrace it. We so must they, be boring Bethany right now because she's just on Instagram or something. No, I'm not. I'm, what, I'm reading his Wikipedia, Sadler. Because he was in Deep Space Nine. My mom used to watch that. Oh, oh, yeah, wow. that was and, on my dad's shelf. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he's 70. And there was something else I wanted to share that I read, which was significant. He, I watched oh. an interview with him, uh, and he said that he got a call from the screenwriter saying, look, we're, we're writing it now. We've been hired to write it. So this was years ago. He said, if, can we put death in it? We only write him into the story if you will do it. And he was like, oh, yeah, for sure. He was, so he must have been friends with Keanu because they're both in um, Die Hard. Excuse me? They're both in Die Hard. Keanu's not in Die Hard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was then, Bruce Willis. Very different. Laughs. <laughs> then she just laughs. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Pizza Hut some more? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad it exists. Face it the music. It was it was like as disappointed as I was in the moments of the film that felt silly and dumb. I I and think that it way. was what it needed to be. Like it, if you're gonna do another Bill and Ted, have Bill and Ted chase he, themselves into the future. Have 
have of course have them do- have daughters they're old now they got it's married sweet. i think they, it's a sweet thing have their daughters be yeah. part of it let them go on their own i'm okay with all of the story writing it's just some of it was just cheesy at times and it does the same thing where it, i you know bogus journey ends really on top of the world there's nowhere to go and somehow they bottom them both back out in the first few minutes of the movie uh. and then there's some really great stuff they do to play with that you were in the scene where the current Bill and Ted are chasing the future Bill and Ted around and they go into the future and they find that they're like playing a nobody show at like a Legion hall right. or something. And they walk <laughs> yeah. in, they're like, what the heck they're playing. They're still playing this song. It's like a song that they'd written decades prior and they walk in, they're just clapping and playing the song to nobody. Just the two of them. They don't even have a band anymore. And they see their younger selves and they're like, Oh crap. And they have run out of there. They know exactly what's, Coming like they're used to through the years, their right. younger selves are showing up and being like, "Where's the song?" They're like, "Oh, right. we're working on it." But does the timeline reset now that they finally played the song? So, yeah, that's a great question. You want to go down that? You want to get out a napkin? No, start they, they play. No. Bill and Ted. They started playing it fast and loose with time travel theory and the second Don't one. Look at it too much. It's the third one, they just throw it out. Yeah. So they did a little more of that whole, oh, I'll just do this thing in the police station. Yeah. Remember when there's something about they had to get something out of the police station? The keys or something. Well, get the keys and the trash can fall on his dad's head. Yeah. Which was funny because they're in the, when they're getting out of Dave Grohl's house, they did the buckets on their head again. I thought, what are, they, what are they doing? And then I realized, oh, it's so they couldn't remember how they got out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's funny. It is funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I think it's worth the wait if what you mean by that is you get to watch another Bill and Ted movie and laugh. Yeah. Well, of course that. it's worth the wait. If it's like worth the wait in that everything you ever wanted, like some of the funniest movies to be in a, in a sequel, then we'll know. It's probably never going to happen, but you got to hope for that. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I did appreciate that. The final shot of uh, face the music was the planets aligning. Like appreciated that. Like the prophecy foretold in the very first movie and all the planets will come into alignment and we'll all be in harmony. You know, what's his name? Rufus. Yeah. George Carlin. How do you feel about that? Doesn't he die in real life? Yeah. He's very dead. And he did. No. Oh no. I didn't mean it like that. Rufus is also dead in Face the Music because George Carlin was dead. So oh, Rufus's okay. uh, daughter. Yeah. Is that who she's supposed to be? But yeah. why? Yep. What did they do with this character? They just said his daughter's doing it? Yeah, well, she's, his daughter the, and she's his the last person left in the future council that still has hope for Bill and Ted. And it seems like it was Rufus's wife that was in charge of the council. Oh, right, because she's always on the phone with her mom. What's, um, but, oh, I'm confused then. But what happened to Rufus? He's he died. died in real life. Well, I know, but did it, what did he do in the show? In the it's movie? Show in the movie? The movie? He's the guy that shows up in the... Yeah, did he die in the sh- in the movie? Well, no, they don't acknowledge He died that. off screen between the two movies. Well, I know, but I'm saying like... No, no, in the movie, he's, he's, they died. He did die. Yes. In the movie. That's he what I'm saying. Rufus, the character, is dead. has died between oh. Bogus Journey and... Even though... I guess I kept thinking of him as a heavenly being... But it's no, just from the future. Just from the future. Dude with foam clothes from the future. Sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you die in the future one minute too. You're a guy with foam clothes from the future, and next minute you're dead in that's, real life and in the future. That's what we learn. Glory to glory. We're I all say. gonna die. Hmm? We're all gonna die. What's up? Woo! Well, we did it. That marks the end to our thoughts on all three films in the Bill and Ted trilogy. What do you think? 
How did you receive Bill and Ted Face the Music? Are you infuriated by the tepid response from Patrick and Tyler, the disappointment in their voices? How do you feel about Bethany's first impressions? Are you a little more sympathetic like I was? Leave us a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com or through our social media outlets, all of them at youhatemovies. While you're on the internet and engaging with You Hate Movies, you might as well head to the iTunes store and leave a kind review, kind, glowing, radiant five-star reviews on the You Hate Movies podcast. 